that like thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel and all that stuff notification bell all that got the membership that's down there we got the patreon that's also down below as well and all the sock meds everything so hopefully you guys are having a good day what is happening and like i said if uh oops like i said if uh you know if you're not watching this live it's all chapped out for you if you don't want to hear me ramble on at the beginning here and talk to the kids here then you don't have to who is out there yes May he find peace, or they find peace, you know. Hey, God, at least uh, one positive news has come out of Ezra Miller's situation right now. The best chance for Ezra is to get help. Hopefully he does. But does he fully need it, huh? Or was it all overblown? I think he does need a little bit, but we'll talk about that. Not too soon, not too soon. Ha <laughs> We got Jacob here. I think I'm going through a breakup. Uh-oh. That's no good. Poor Jacob getting white girl wasted what do you got white claw going on yeah, all right going on zed we got jose yes yes we'll talk about that yeah we'll talk about gilbert godfrey too Love the music good hello darling hi darling we got mr patterson aflac <laughs> we got mr scotty right here good to see ya who else we got we got stephanie good to see ya fatty god you look like a new Person that's uh, on the stream right now. Thank you for joining. Yo, what's going on, Tim? Good to see ya. We got Captain Gator Girl also here. JD McRae. Everybody joining in right now. Cool. It's always good to see you. Yeah, hopefully they do eventually, but we shall see. You got to be patient. That's all. Uh, oh, yeah, with the gifts. Hi, Cat. And uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of, yeah, you and uh, Nikki and a couple other people were finding the gifts that I was talking about. Of myself, and it was uh, it was funny seeing all those gifts again. Like some of them, I don't even know the context of what I was doing. What's going on, Mr. Venom? All right, thank you for the uh, two dollar super chat there, Mr. Dave Dubay. Good to see you. What is up? All right, and then we got uh, that's right. We got Rob right here. How's it going? We got Carrie, brother, and I are prepping. Chicken stir fry sounds delicious. I'll be there right after the show. It sounds delicious. You're just right up the road, right? Anyways, uh, are we calling this a victory for Ezra, or does he, he still need it? Yeah, uh, I think we're calling it a slight victory. We'll talk about it though. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about what it means and everything. We got Miss Rosemary right here. Hello, hello. We got Chris. Hey, how's it going? We got Mr. Khan also here. Show magic. That's right. Doing those card tricks. Ryan. Okay, I'll, I'm actually going to go see that this week. I'm going to go see Ambulance this week because I want to see it. And, you know, you guys already know I'm not big on the whole Fantastic Beast thing. So since that's the only movie, really new movie that's coming out this week, I'm going to go see Ambulance because I need some Bayham in my life. Huh? I think we all need a little Bayham in our lives every now and again, right? We'll see. All right. All right. So there we go. Thank you guys for joining us per usual. Hope you guys had a good day. Sorry I had to start a little later, but yeah, my day was a pretty, uh, it was pretty hectic. It was a little hectic today. So um, yeah, work's been kind of kicking my ass a little bit because deadlines and stuff like that. So I've been uh, working a little bit, a uh, little bit of overtime, which is nice. It's always nice to get a little OT. Helps, helps out, you know, get a little extra, you know. So and then since I work from home, you know, I'm OK with it. But then at the same time, it's like as soon as you log off, then I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. What am I going to talk about tonight? And of course, I had my topics. As you can see, the topics right here. Interesting topics today. That's for sure. Um, but I just wasn't sure, like, which one was going to be the main topic. What's going on, Clay Talion? Good to see you, buddy. Yes. Ooh, last day. Oh, you're going to go tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day at my movie theater. Go matinee, man. That's right. You do. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it, Cap. If anybody can do it, it's you. 
it is you. But uh, but anyways, guys, yeah, just been a little crazy. So, um, and I know like usually on Tuesdays we do the members only stream. I'm gonna do that tomorrow, the post show stream. We'll do that tomorrow because. Like I said, I got other, I got some things I got to do like right after, um, that of course I've been putting off for a bit. Taxes. <clears throat> did I say that? Yeah, I did. Um, so I got to do something. I got to do that. So we're going to push the members only post show stream until tomorrow after, uh, after tomorrow's show. So we'll do that. And I appreciate you guys for uh, being members and being a part of that. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, let's uh, let's get to it, huh? Let's get to those tweets. Where are those tweets at? There's the tweets. Let's get to the tweets. I always forget to turn that off. Let's get those tweets. Okay, starting off properly with this awesome image right here, Mr. Fear Jason posting this right here, putting some fine tuning and making. Uh, you know, a somewhat like black and white version of uh, this image of uh, Henry Cavill Superman. I mean, my God, how beautiful does that look? It just looks beautiful. Why? I mean, you have the perfect Superman right here. We don't need anything else. We just need Henry Cavill and Warner Brothers, Warner Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, I should say, to just like come together and then go, hey, we want to make more Superman movies. OK, we had this whole idea of doing a. A race-bending version of it, which I think is still on the table, which should not be because nobody fucking wants it. I appreciate what uh, Michael B. Jordan wants to do when he wants to do Val Zod because, yes, that's perfectly fine. That is a completely different character. But to race-bend Clark Kent, I just uh, I just don't know. Why? 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 He's right there. Anyways. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, creators turned down directing Loki. There were meetings with Marvel that we didn't even take. Come on, everybody. Round of applause. Seriously. That is fantastic. Okay. They're just like, yeah, you know. We could have, uh, you know, we could have directed one of these big Marvel shows and nothing against Loki. I thought Loki was one of, you know, a really good show. But at the same time, the fact that these guys are like, nah, we don't want to do this Marvel shit. We're going to do our own shit. We're going to show you a completely batshit crazy multiverse movie right here. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Fuck yeah. Appreciate that. And please, guys, go see everything everywhere all at once go support that movie we need these these crazy original movies to be supported all right definitely do so if, you, if it's playing in, at a theater near you please go see it here's a cool little shot of uh michael keaton batman and of course mr jack nicholson joker right there waiting to shoot their scene always good to see stuff like that gotta love it and here's uh, Bruce Lee about to. Uh, isn't that when he fought? Is that when he fought Kareem Abdul Jabbar right there? Is that who that is? Yeah, that's quite a kick right there. The man, the man. And uh, look at this, guys. It's happening. It is happening. We're getting some Rebel Moon tea. Test shooting. Getting ready for next week. So. Rebel Moon is going to be start starting shooting, starting production next week. Zack Snyder's. I really hope that he calls it Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Please, just put it. Come on. Just um, I want him to be in the category of like John Carpenter and and all those guys that just put their names on their movies. You know, I mean, I get that uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was a fucking statement, and goddamn, was it a great statement. But just put put your name on everything. But, he, I mean, who knows if he will. But, yeah, here's our first little, um, yeah, we got our first little shot of, uh, I guess we're just going to be doing some test shooting right here in this little mine that's happening right here. And uh, hopefully we get more stuff like this, more everything. But, yes, man, I'm sure what I'm what I'm hoping is, I don't know if Clay Enos is going to be a part of anything and he's going to be shooting anything behind the scenes. Maybe, who knows? Uh, I don't know those details. But you know that Zach loves to, you know, he loves photography himself, so he'll be shooting a lot of things also. So beautiful shot right here of this little mine or cave or whatever the hell. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to be getting more and more Rebel Moon 
tea that I am here for. I'm, I'm just really excited. I'm excited. We got, we're going to have more Zack Snyder content, original Zack Snyder content. That's what's you just uh, how can you not be excited if you're if he's one of your favorite directors, you're just you're super stoked about it. And the fact that he'll probably be documenting it through Vero. And if you don't have Vero, do yourself a favor, get Vero, follow, follow Zack Snyder. And uh, yeah, there you go. So looking forward to seeing more stuff from the set. And I thought this was funny, too, right here. <laughs> Zack Snyder scouting locations, you know, just on Mars. You know, just looking around, taking some pictures of Mars because, you know, he's not human. He's not human. He's just uh, on the surface of Mars taking pictures and everything like that. That's all. Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, Zack Snyder found on Mars. <laughs> uh, the Internet works fast, and I love it. I love it. Okay, we got all that. Of course, we talked about that stuff yesterday. Um, here's something that's pretty, uh, pretty funny right here. <laughs> just, this just shows you right here that, see, I mean, Harry Potter was a big time, hugely successful franchise, but the Fantastic Beast franchise, not so much. They are not confident in Fantastic Beast because apparently Warner Brothers execs are reportedly waiting to see how Fantastic Beast and the Secrets of Dumbledore performs before officially greenlighting the planned fourth and fifth movies. So they have two more movies planned, but those might not happen if people don't go out and see Fantastic Beast. I'm just saying. I mean, um, I've slowly started watching, like getting into the Harry Potter movies. I watched the first three I think maybe the two. I think I might have fallen asleep at the third one. Sorry. But uh, yeah, and I can understand the lure of Harry Potter. But then when you're like, all right, now we're going to go into this prequel type world and see if people are going to enjoy that. And apparently it's it's been struggling a little bit. I think the first movie did well, but second movie, not so much. I don't know. So, yeah, they are not too confident when it comes to. This new Fantastic Beast movie. Well, I mean, what could you do? It's getting negative reviews. Yeah, see, I mean, what, what are you going to do with that? I mean, <laughs> at least they're being smart. They're just kind of waiting, you know. They're not overreacting already, you know, and everything. So it's probably not going to go. I, I don't think it's going to get that fourth and fifth movie. To be honest, doesn't sound like it's going to happen. But I guess we'll see. We'll see. But I just, just don't see it happening. Power to them, I guess. Huh? Oi. Oi. All right. So this was happening. Very interesting. It was kind of funny. So uh, there was a there was um information that was coming out that that, uh, you know, obviously when it comes to D.C., I mean, even I think even maybe Marvel's done it, too. But mainly D.C., they, of course, like to do like little prequel comics before movies come out. And of course, we talked about the prequel comic to The Flash. Well, there was reports that it got canceled. They just completely canceled it. And then, of course, people were like snapping into conclusions and doing the thing that they do, all that stuff without even getting all the information. But apparently, no, the Flash movie prequel comic not been canceled, but it's been delayed because the movie's been delayed. So that's pretty much it. And this this guy right here, Juan Fee Ferraria, if I'm saying his name right, he is... Um, one of the, uh, well, he's the artist, you know, basically of this. And he keeps on responding to people going like, hey, you're not right. <laughs> and he's just like, nope, it will be printed later this year. So there won't be such a gap between the comic and the movie. I, it's just funny how he was just going around and just kind of just responding to people like, no, nah, you're wrong. That's wrong. You're wrong. That's wrong. So don't worry, folks. If you're looking forward to that Flash movie prequel comic book, it will be here, but it's just going to be delayed till next year like the movie was. Makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when. I know it's supposed to like show up right before November this year. Maybe it'll still come out this year. It might still come out this year, but, you know, whatever. Uh, nope, nope, Patia, you are in the minority right there. Nobody wants that to be canceled, especially me. Especially with uh, the people that are involved with it and the people that I've talked to about it who are pretty excited for it, and I'm supporting them. So, nope. Stop calling it the flush, too. It's ridiculous, okay? We're all adults here. Stop it, please, okay? Adults. Fictional characters. Okay. 
This is so fucking cool right here. Ah, that's right. Look at all the Batman right there. Yeah, wh uh, whomever made this, I don't know if it's from Batman content, but I saw this on my uh, saw this on my timeline and I thought it was sexy as hell. Yeah, that's right. Got all the generations of Batman right there. Gotta love that. Yep, no casual Batman though. What the fuck? Uh, let's see. And we got our new shot. I'm looking forward to this uh, movie. Can't wait for this movie to come out, Bullet Train. Of course, starring Mr. Brad Pitt. It's uh, Brad Pitt's uh, crazy, I'm, you know, past my prime, but I still got it action movie. You know, everybody does it. You know, you got your Keanu Reeves, your Liam Neesons. You got everybody, you know, gets to that point where it's like, nope, nope, nope. Even though I'm, you know, a little past my prime, I could still kick ass. And that's what I, uh, but I love movies like that. And it says, new look at Brad Pitt as Ladybug in Bullet Train. He's having an ex existential crisis at all, as all of these horrific things are happening around him. It makes him really relatable. Of course, David Leitch directing the movie. Can't wait to see it. And then apparently Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler and the, the Sabdi, Sabdi brothers are reportedly cooking up a new project together. So if you saw Uncut Gems... That movie is one of those movies that we talk talk about a lot where it's like, you know, I watched it. I'm not in a rush to watch it again. It was fantastic. But the movie gave me goddamn anxiety. It gave me anxiety. I mean, it probably wouldn't now because you know how everything, you know, second time around, you just know how everything's going to turn out. But my God, did that fucking movie just give me anxiety where I was just like, oh, 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 you know, where you just want to stand up and kind of pace around the room like, huh, what's what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Man, so anxiety inducing. I haven't revisited yet, it yet because I'm afraid my anxiety levels will get up again, but I will eventually. But yeah, just one of those movies, just very well done. Adam Sandler was awesome in it. And uh, but yeah, it's just whoo, it's an intense watch. An intense watch. Check this out, guys. In Germany, Zack Snyder's Justice League is on Netflix. That's right. Zack Snyder's Justice League is on Netflix. And it is currently number one. That's right. Uh, I know uh, I remember hearing that Zack Snyder's Justice League was going to be showing up on different uh version like international Netflixes. I don't know exactly. I don't know if it's going to, I think there's a chance that it might be showing up on America's Netflix, but who knows? But yeah, apparently uh, it's already uh, kicking ass overseas when it's showing up on Netflix. So there you go. So anybody in Germany, you checking out? Yeah. See what? That's right. Almost seems like people really enjoy or want to see this movie. I mean, this is good. This is more numbers that we can actually uh, utilize right here because HBO Max, since it was exclusively on HBO Max, obviously that uh, the fact that it was rough for people internationally to see it, even though there was on different HBOs that were all around the world, but still a lot of people couldn't see it, but now more people more, and then well now it's on Blu-ray and you can actually get it. And I mean, more and more people get to see it. But yeah, the fact that Netflix Germany, number one right there. So another W for the man, for the man. You got to love it. How do you not love seeing that? I sure as hell love seeing that. <sighs> Especially after, uh, you know, Rebel Moon Tea right there. So you got to love it. You just got to love it. <sighs> rough. Always still rough. Always a, a reminder. But yes, um, Today, April 12th, 20, uh, 2011, which is what, 11 years ago? Uh, Foo Fighters' Wasting Light came out, and with Wasting Light came the documentary uh, about the Foo Fighters, and then, of course, about them making this, uh, this album right here, this record. And, uh, yeah, uh, 12 years ago, or 11 years ago, crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's still rough to think about, you know, that this, this, uh, this dude right here, is no longer with us, who was very crucial to uh, to the band. And, uh, yeah, just every day, I, you know, I forget about it, and then all of a sudden I get reminded, like, shit. You know, it's, uh, you know, somebody, somebody who was very awesome and very talented got taken away. 
And then who knows what's going to be happening with the rest of the band, too, because he was such a crucial part of it. So that's cool. Really good album. Fantastic album, which is usually what they make. And then, yes, a reminder that uh, Ray Fisher is uh, Blood Axe. So if you, if you needed a reminder of what Ray Fisher looks like when he's all yoked out, that's what he looks like. You know, he's got abs up to his chin. He's got shoulders for fucking days. I mean, it's just pretty damn intense, this guy. So just remember, he's going to be, I mean, I'm guessing he's going to be wielding an axe. I mean, it's got to be, right? Call blood axe. It'll be a weapon of choice. So we're going to see some of that. Just uh, That's what I'm curious to see is the costumes. I want to see every character in their costumes. What is that going to look like? So, yeah. Uh, can he lend me, uh, yeah, lend me some some abs? Yeah, Jesus Christ, I know, fucking A, abs for days. And then, yes, guys, uh, we lost another uh, another icon today. God damn it. Fucking A. I don't like this timeline. <laughs> I don't like this timeline. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey, may he rest in peace, man. Yeah, uh, he passed away today at the age of 67. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey, I mean, everybody knows who Gilbert Godfrey is, I mean... How do you not know? I mean, you know the voice, you know the face, everything like that. But, uh, yeah, with the uh, official Gilbert Godfrey Twitter handle, tweeted this out right here. We are heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved Gilbert Godfrey after a long illness. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, friend, and father to his two young children, Although today is a sad day for all of us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. So that's from the Godfrey family. So, yeah, may he rest in peace, man. Yeah, another one lost today. That guy, I mean, he 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 pushed it. He pushed the boundaries. He like uh, he would say some shit that just man. And um, one of the last things I saw him on was actually the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan was interviewing him and. uh I mean, yeah, you could kind of tell that it was like there seemed like there was something, you know, it seemed like age was catching up to the man, you know. But at the same time, he was still very funny. I can't do the best Gilbert Godfrey impression, but, you know, still. But, yes, may he rest in peace. God damn it, man. And what's crazy, though, is Gilbert Godfrey, like he tweeted out like an image back in January that he took with like, uh, let's see if we could find it here. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, obviously, he was talking about a lot of things, but, man, he took a—I mean, it was from way back. I don't know where it was. It's probably going to be—there's probably too much tweeting in between there. But, you know, he, with Bob Saget and uh, Louis Anderson, it was pretty interesting, but it's like, damn, now all three of them are gone. It's just crazy, just crazy. So rest in peace, and my condolences to uh, the Gottfried family for sure. All right, this is pretty cool right here from uh, from the, the, you know, this is a, a little kind of, you know, this poster right here was fantastic that we saw from Batman vs. Superman, and then why not make an updated one, kind uh, of, of what, what Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2 would kind of look like. That's right, God versus Man, God versus Man. Paddington Bear, can you imagine him on Hot Wings? He'd be struggling. Of course he would. Definitely would. Hey, there's Battenson's head right there. Animated reel by Vladimir Adrivsky. Showing a little animation right there with uh, the Battenson head right there. And then, of course, Cowlis. You know, showing that. Showing the runny uh, eyeliner right there, of course. And also, remember, guys, we still got some uh, we still got some Las Vegas stuff that we are still waiting for. We're still very much waiting for this Las Vegas prequel to Army of the Dead. That's going to be an animated form that we cannot wait. That Zach teased what last year? I think it was last year, right? Then I think he did that on well, I want to say Justice Con. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. And then we mustn't forget that we also got from Zack Snyder Twilight of the Gods right here. So, and a little update when it comes to Twilight of Gods from Mr. Eric Carrasco. He said, I will only say that that animation is one of the one of our very best art forms, and it takes a long time, and we've got wall-to-wall perfectionists on this to boot. I think you'll be blown away by the level of artistry. That's what we want to hear. Jay Oliva, ah, Zack Snyder, ah, 
So it's going to be something pretty special for sure. Like I said, so much Zack Snyder content coming out. And Wayne T. Carr enjoying the fact that BuzzFeed were like, how have we not seen these characters yet? Of course, Green Lantern and Green Arrow. Charlie Hunnam, would it, will it be? But yeah, so it's nice that Wayne T. Carr, Wayne T. Carr got some uh, recognition right there. So that's cool. And uh, hey, Batman the Animated Series, style, Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne. That's pretty cool. I always love it when uh, people do like different renditions of like of characters to like cross over and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, if you guys have been uh, reading the Batman 89 books, you got some of that art. But of course, in the style of Batman, the animated series, got to love that shit. Love that shit. Speaking of that, look at how majestic. Look at how majestic that is. Even Silas Stone right there is like, look at that ass. Look at that ass. Hey, I mean, I mean, geez, we've, Ezra's got, you know, he's, he, he runs. He runs. He does his squats. But, yeah, it's just kind of funny. I mean, this scene is magical. One of my favorite scenes of Zack Snyder's Justice League when he's saving everybody and the way that they do it with the music, Junkie Excel's music and everything like that. But to just that little shot right there that really just shows that fucking peach. Shows that peach right there. Yeah, ain't kidding. I mean, you run a lot. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have quite a caboose, I guess you could say, right? For sure. Hey, we got a new Moon Knight poster right here. Of course, tomorrow will be episode three, which I'll review on tomorrow's stream. So, looking forward to it. Enjoying the uh, show right here. And then, damn, damn. Did you guys watch the uh, Stranger Th- Stranger Things? Uh, I almost said three, four, season four trailer. Hits pretty hard with the journey and everything. My God. But yeah, we got the uh, full-on official trailer for uh, Stranger Things Season 4, and it's a doozy. It is a doozy. Showing up on May 27th. Can't come any sooner. We're going to get Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we're going to get Stranger Things 4, finally. It looks really good, man. I mean, we got some Robert, um, Robert England shows up in it. As some dude, and then, of course, we get revealed to this motherfucker, this ugly motherfucker, who apparently has probably been doing this whole thing. This evil-looking beast of a dude right here who has tentacles out of his back. He looks scary as shit. Looks almost Skeletor-like. Holy shit. Can't wait. See what happens. But yeah, ultimate baddie right there, apparently. <sighs> Creepy. All right, guys. Let's talk about Ezra Miller. Uh, since we were just talking about his ass, <laughs> why not? It's good. Uh, it's good to uh, jump right into it, right? But anyway, so yeah, if you, I'm sure you guys saw this, but of course, you know, if you want to get caught up with what happened uh, with Ezra, basically, um, got arrested in Hawaii for disorderly conduct, and apparently things were happening at some kind of bar. A lot of things were coming out when it came to this uh, this case right here, this story. Uh, you know. We know that Ezra is very, uh, you know, he's a character. Definitely a character. Um, Let's be known. We've seen him behind the scenes. Seems like a fun person. Seems like a very fun person. And seems like somebody that would be a cool, cool to hang out with, to be honest. And, um, of course, we love him as uh, Barry Allen. And the very, every appearance that he has made, every appearance of, the Flash that's been, you know, from Suicide Squad to even Peacemaker, and I don't care what anybody says, I think it's been pretty fantastic, and I want to see more, and I am hoping that the movie does actually come out, and it uh, surprises people. From what I heard, I think it's going to, but anyways. So then, of course, obviously there's been some bad PR when it comes to all this, and then the arrest in Hawaii and everything, and then, of course, this couple that apparently that... I don't know if Ezra was staying with this couple or what was going on. Again, we don't know all the details when it comes to that. But apparently he charged into a room, threatened some things, all this kind of stuff. And then uh, a restraining order was placed on him by this couple. But apparently, according to this report today, it has been lifted. So uh, so here's a uh, well, not that. Where is it at right here? There it is. Okay. So here it is right here. 
here's the report right here. So it's basically just uh, saying it right here, state of Hawaii. Um, petitioners ex parte motion to dismiss certificate of service by, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. And by through counsel undesigned hereby motion for the honorable court to dismiss the above entitled case with prejudice pursuant to district court rules of civil procedure rule 41. What does that mean? Well, that means that they can't reopen this with prejudice means they have walked away, which is weird because without prejudice, from what I've gathered and I've talked to people who are in the know when it comes to this, if you ha if it said without prejudice, they could actually open up the case again. But these people have totally said dismiss it. And and with prejudice, we are walking away, whatever. So that's what's kind of weird about this whole thing. What was happening? We don't know the details, of course, but it is interesting that and I remember even hearing things that maybe he showed up. They didn't expect him to show up or something like that, or they didn't expect him to be fully going. All right, I'm going to take this head on. And then they dropped it. So it's very interesting. It's pretty damn interesting right here. Order granting uh, petitioners ex parte motion to dismiss file, blah, blah, blah. Petitioners filed for ex parte motion and dismiss on April 11th. So this was yesterday. Both uh, petitioners are moving to dismiss the kiss. Now, now. So all that stuff. Everything happened yesterday. Hereby ordered, adjudged, and decreed that. So there is that. So that's a good thing. Kind of makes you wonder what was actually happening there. Really does. And it kind of makes you wonder... You know, it, it got blown up like crazy. Do you, do you guys notice something here? You notice something? Remember how much this whole thing got blown up like crazy? Barely anybody talked about it today. <laughs> Not a lot of people talked about it today. You know, you didn't really see too much talking about it. Everybody always loves a train wreck. But any kind of even just a small redemption, they're like, eh, whatever. They just turn, eh, walk it. Uh, what? What's going on? Kanye, what's he doing? You know, it's like a little bit of redemption right here for Ezra. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody really talking about it. Like, what the shit? Come on. But yeah, so it's interesting. You know, it makes you kind of wonder. But of course, TMZ is doing their TMZ thing. Is like, hey, the Flash and Fantastic Beast star Ezra Miller was dancing wildly at a lounge in Hawaii just weeks after their arrest at a nearby bar. God forbid Ezra was dancing at a bar, having a good time. How dare they? Get the fuck out of here. Now, do I still think Ezra needs help, counseling, and whatever? Yes, sounds like he does. But I just love how it's like, what? He was dancing at a bar. I mean, what the hell? It's ridiculous. Yeah, TMZ still exists. It's just kind of funny, though. I saw that on the feed. I went, wow, somebody arrest Ezra for dancing wildly that's just that, that can't be done you can't do that you can't do that my god how dare that happen but anyways it's just weird it's just all very strange it's interesting you know it, it almost makes you kind of wonder too when it comes to some kind of situation like this that uh you know were these people trying to uh, maybe get something out of it because Obviously, Ezra is a celebrity. He's coming up. He's becoming more of a name. Maybe they were trying to do something with that. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know the full details. We'll never know the full details. I know some, like, again, people always act like they know everything. But no, we don't know anything. We don't know shit. But it is kind of, huh, interesting. Huh? Why all, you know, put that restraining order and then you just drop it without, with, with prejudice. All right. Okay, dismissed. Done. So, good. Good. Some positivity when it comes to all of this. Positivity. That's what we want, right? We want positivity. And yes, we want Ezra to dance wildly. Long as long as he's not like shouting at people or doing whatever was in that police report. Long long as that's not happening and he just having fun. Just having fun. 
That's fine. Like I said, sounds like, sounds like someone you'd have a good time with, I would say. But maybe like, be like, whoa, hopefully it would be like, you know, easy. But yeah, so that's a good thing. It's positive. And that's all I'm saying. So we'll see what happens with it. But I mean, there's so much stuff that's happening. And I, and I know it's been it seems like it's been like a PR nightmare when it comes to, um, you know, especially with Zaslav coming in and Discovery coming in. It's like, oh, man. So you got that. And then, of course, moving moving on to the next topic, we have, of course, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. And apparently. This cocksucker. This cocksucker right here testified. What did I say? I told you guys that there's going to be some people that are going to be testifying, that are going to have to show up to this, uh, this court case right here. I mean, who knows if, I mean, again, this could be all bullshit, but, you know, it was kind of getting passed around. Seems like an interesting source, but, you know, you got to take everything, of course, with a grain of salt. But um, it's according to Puck News right here, the direct right here, obviously, uh, um, posted the article right here. DC Films boss reportedly testifies against Aquaman star Amber Heard. That's right. The ongoing situation, blah, blah, blah. Her alleged marriage. Flash forward, blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously, there's the defamation lawsuit that's been happening right now. And uh, Johnny Depp is trying to defend himself. And then, of course, Depp then motioned to bring her to court once again early 2019, suing his ex-wife for defamation following her Washington Post op-ed about her history of abusive relationships. Yeah, she's had abusive relationships where, you know, it, there's kind of been a trend there, you know, and you can't always play victim. You can't. Anyways, so elaborate hoax, all of that. So basically, it was saying right here, according to a report from Puck News, what the puck? President of DC Films, cocksucker, I'm sorry, Walter Hamada was present for a three-hour deposition to testify on the subject of Heard's presence in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, while Heard was ultimately brought back for March for the March 2023 release, her option was initially declined. What? As heard, <laughs> as heard in uh, Hamada's testimony, the initial decline was due to chemistry concerns with leading man Jason Momoa. Issues between Momoa and Heard have been publicly referenced referenced in the past. So, according to one of the reasons why it wasn't the reason why, because all of the uh, Johnny Depp stuff bullshit. I'm sure that was part of the reason why. Come on. No fucking studio wants to have like problematic fucking actors, especially when, you know, something as big as this. I'm sure it was part of it. But apparently a big part of why they didn't want to bring Amber Heard back because the chemistry between her and Jason Momoa. And as much as I do like Aquaman. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> I didn't think they had the best chemistry. Did you? It just seemed like there was there was there was there was that missing there. There really was. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are feeling about it. Did you guys feel like they had super strong chemistry? You know, did you feel like uh, like there was something like you felt with Henry Cavill and Amy Adams or Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz or something like that. Did you feel any kind of like that kind of chemistry? You know? Yeah. But see, Carrie, you just thought it was fine. It wasn't strong. Yeah, I'm not saying it was horrible. I just kind of, you know, when reading that, I kind of went, yeah, I could see it. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't strong. You know, for, for having a, another superhero movie that was, you know, that had a little bit of a love story part of it, that was probably the weakest part. I thought everything else was strong. The visuals, the action, Jason Momoa himself, great. But when it came to the chemistry between him and Amber Heard, I thought it was a weak point. I did kind of think it was a weak point. But like I said, I mean, more is going to be coming out of, out of this right here, you know? It's going to be more coming out. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people go, yeah, but Zach Casker, did he? <laughs> did he? Or did she, you know... 
kind of, uh, you know, when it, when it came to uh, a certain person that's not there anymore, did she, you know, do something, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know if more is going to come out, but like I said, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, puck news, how reliable are they? I'm just saying, I've been saying like, yeah, there's going to probably be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, Momoa and anybody else that were in this situation. And then I said, I'm like, man, if this kind of like brings something up with Toby, maybe that'll help uh, get him out of there. I don't know. Because, you know, Toby has been there for a while. Sujihara, Sujihara's out. Now all that's left is Toby. And you can't, you can't, he's not, I mean, we know that he's not squeaky clean. It's just kind of interesting. See if like anything leads to that in particular, to leading of Toby getting ousted. Kind of wondering if we're going to hear, if we're going to hear that he goes in to testify or, you know, anybody else. I don't know if James Wan's going to show up. I mean, hell, I mean, I don't think, hopefully it doesn't happen, but just because Zack Snyder worked with her on on a movie, I don't know if he's going to have to say something or come in and testify. Hopefully not, because he's got a fucking big, huge movie to fucking film. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about Jason Momoa. I mean, I've heard that Elon Musk, of course, because he was with her, is going to show up and probably do, uh, you know, testify. And I mean, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, that's going to be interesting, especially since, you know, the way things are going with him. That's uh, thank God that he got out of that. When I saw that Elon Musk was with Amber Heard, I went, oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you doing, dude? And it didn't last long, which I think, you know, guy's smart. He realized, yeah, something very toxic right there again. Whatever side of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, you know, whether you want justice for one or the other, I'm just saying you should really fall in the middle because it just seems like both of them are pretty damn toxic. And uh, I know I think Johnny Depp's sister also testified today or something with that. I don't really I'm not I'm not trying to cover that much about it. I just thought it was interesting when it came to the name of Walter Hamada showing up. So I was like, all right, I'll talk about that today. But other than that, I mean, I will, you know, when news does come out about certain things and maybe certain people testifying, I will cover it. But, you know, other than that, I'm just like, I hate the fact that we really have to see this fucking marriage that fell apart with two toxic people. We got to see their dirty laundry you know, get wrung out. And apparently there was some dirty sheets too because someone took a shit on a bed. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. But, you know, what can you do? Anyways, okay. Now on to the next subject. It, I mean, they should just re- I, I mean, I don't think they'll re- I mean, it sucks that they would have to consider recasting her, but my God. But let's talk about the Snyderverse also. Restore the Snyder Burst. Um, this was an article that came out that some people caught wind of. Didn't seem like a lot of people caught wind of, but of course, when somebody writes an article like this, yeah, it could there can be a essentially a dog pile that is happening. And this was, well, you know, this at one point this was going to be uh, the main topic of today, but then of course the Ezra stuff came out, and then of course the uh, the case Walter Hamada, all that stuff came out today too. So I thought, all right, we'll push this down because it's just it's an opinion piece like about the about restore the Snyderverse that came out from Forbes. I'm sure some people saw it. And uh, it says right here at this point, what does restore the Snyderverse even mean? And it kind of just goes over. And, you know, before anybody, I mean, of course, when you see that, a lot of people like some people in the uh and the fandom might just immediately go, fuck this, fuck you, and all that stuff, and dogpile and say how much garbage it is. But, uh, you know, kudos to the writer for actually commending Zack Snyder, commending his movies, and very much wanting sequels and more, and another Man of Steel and everything like that. Uh, but he kind of breaks it down and just kind of talks about, like, um, after, of course, the, the WB and Discovery merging and the announcement brought, what else, a legion of Zack Snyder fans into the replies of social media claiming that is the key to the success of all that stuff. So he brings up that. And he even says right here, believe me, right here, believe me, you have my full support that what WB did with Justice League replacing Zack Snyder with Joss Whedon after his family tragedy and butchering that film was terrible. There are... There also seems to be a real mismanagement behind the scenes with certain DC execs of, of course, Whedon himself and his treatment of the cast on set. I was happy to see 
the Snyder Cut released and agree that it was miles better than the weeded and tainted release. So we talked about this, talked about the uh, release, the air cut. This is a spinoff movement of the Snyder Cut where there's an idea supported by David Ayer himself that there is a non-WB corrupted version of the original Suicide Squad, the worst reviewed DCEU movie. That's much better than what was released. But, but it is, A, hard to believe that reshuffling that film would yield similar results. Yes, but at the same time, and this is where I push back on this, Yes, it's not going to be the same as Justice League, by no means. But still, it is David Ayer's vision for that film. B, we literally just got a Suicide Squad sequel and redeemed the concept, and most of those characters, thanks to James Gunn, burp. Again, what is wrong with having an alternate version that gives a more redemption, I guess you could say, to, well, one main character, two of them, to be honest. I mean, you know, but then again, now we got, you know, of course, the whole Will Smith situation. That might add to the whole decision of it. Hopefully it doesn't. But, yeah, so a little bit of pushback right there when it comes to this article. And then uh, and then naturally they uh, they posted a tweet um, from, uh, from, of course, um, R.T. Snyder Cut. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that account still exists and still uh, I still see it on my timeline every now and again saying some really ridiculous shit at times. But, you know, what What can you say? I mean, literally, they say watch Morbius. What's funny about what's funny about the fact that they in their name has watch Morbius is the fact that Morbius got ripped to shreds by a studio. Why aren't uh, why aren't we fighting against that? I thought this whole thing was about to have. You know, to have directors actually have their full-on visions revealed. We, If you watch Morbius, it has clearly gotten ripped to shreds. Now, it wasn't the same kind of thing as the Snyder Cut, sure. But at the same time, I'm like, um, it's interesting. I've seen a lot of people in the fandom that are like, fuck yeah, Morbius. Morbius is better than the Batman. And anything's better than what WB is putting out. And I'm just kind of going, okay, you're missing the point of this whole fucking thing. <laughs> We want creative freedom. We want the artists to do what they do. And clearly, Morbius got ripped to fucking shreds. Boy, the Batfleck movie, once upon a time, there were plans for Ben Affleck to get his own standalone Batman movie, but that never happened. Instead, we got the Robert Pattinson non-DCEU film. That's weird, though. I mean, what do we consider DCEU or not? It's supposed to be DC Extended, right? I don't know. I've been uh, I've seen Snyder fans admit that that film is good. Yes, we have. There are Snyder fans that love the film. And it's unclear that what real purpose there would be to returning to Ben Affleck's Batman to have a parallel live action Batman tracks running, especially since it's clear Pattinson is getting a sequel and spinoffs on HBO and Ben Affleck's doing fine. He's about to marry Jennifer Lopez, which, yes, that happened over the weekend, just uh, starred in a critically acclaimed Last Duel and has a bunch of directing projects booked. Ben is moving on, even if fans won't. So, I mean, this article, yes, kind of just puts it out there. Um, even talking to Reeves FX uh, over the weekend, it's just it's one of those things when it comes to Ben and uh, his movie, as much as we want to see it, it's just listening to his words. I mean, I'm just like going, whatever Ben wants to do. Whatever Ben wants to do, it's always been his decision. I've been saying that forever, saying that forever. And when there was little murmurs that he might be bringing his Batman story to HBO Max, I thought, okay, okay. Clearly, clearly Warner Media and clearly HBO Max like would be a perfect place for it and everything. But it's up to the man himself. That's what it's all about. And right now, it's like, what does Ben want to do? Does I mean, as much as we're like, God damn it, Ben, we want to see your movie and everything like that. But he's about to get married. <laughs> that's the thing. So that's going to have to be, I mean, again, what do I always say, guys? Patience. And then, of course, it talks about Man of Steel 2 right here. I'm not opposed to this. Again, kudos to the art, uh, to the writer that's that really would actually love to see a Man of Steel 2, uh, even though, you know. BVS is Man of Steel too. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. I think Man of Steel is chron um, uh, chronically, sorry, I could not say that word really fast, underrated, and yes, Henry Cavill has expressed interest in playing Superman some more. That said, like Affleck, Cavill is doing great, booked for what is likely to 
be five seasons of The Witcher on Netflix and about five more movies on deck. True. But I think if given the chance again, I think some things could be rearranged. Sounds to me, I mean, I've told you guys that there was some uh, bumping of the heads when it came to Warner Brothers and Henry Cavill. I even said, why isn't Warner Brothers throwing like a dump truck of money at the man? The man's value keeps on going up every year. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, how are you not backing up a dump truck of money and being like, all right, we're going to do three more Superman films. What the fuck? I mean, it just seems like it seemed like Cavill knew his value. But maybe maybe he was like, maybe he shot too far. And Warner Brothers is like, no, we're not going to go that far. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with Toby Emmerich. I don't know. It's all pretty crazy. It's all pretty crazy. But hopefully now with the new regime, something can be worked out. Something can be worked out. You know, wouldn't that be sweet? Something can, because nobody wants to see this, this, this uh, black Clark, Clark Kent Superman thing that they're going to be you know we want to see the Valzad thing sure but we don't want to see the race ben superman thing we want to see henry cavill so hopefully yes hopefully something can but at the same time it's like yes at least cavill look at how much he's doing right now and then of course it talks about bringing back everybody for justice league too, all that stuff and when it when it comes to articles like this guys and why i wanted to talk about it is like it's not something to be discouraged about okay because i think you know, even though I can disagree when it comes to certain things that the the writer was trying to uh, convey in his article is the fact that it's like, but at the same time, just listening to somebody who's like, yeah, I'm all about this, uh, restore the Snyder. See, to me, when it comes to, and I keep on saying this, is like, tweet it out as much as you can, fine. Do whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, if you want to tweet it, you know, 20, 30 times a day, fine, go ahead. Because when it trends, obviously, that's a reminder of, where Warner Brothers fucked up. Definitely did. But at the same time, when I see people or I get people in my mentions, I mean, I've, I, I, I had somebody in my mentions over the weekend that was just basically saying that, that Army of the Dead and Rebel Moon has, you know, minimal interest to them. And I'm all about just, uh, just, the, just the DC stuff. And I'm like, well, there you go. So you're not exactly a Zack Snyder fan <laughs> because – you can't you if you're just like eh yeah whatever he's doing I mean okay then you're just a fan of the DC movies he likes you know I saw that of course and then of course when I pointed out the hypocrisy that people are now placing on the Batman saying that it wasn't a success because they're just saying that because people were saying BVS wasn't a success and that whole thing just hypocrisy everywhere everywhere it's just um not the way to do it when when it comes to articles like this when it comes to articles like this. I'm just saying that it's just kind of interesting to get somebody's perspective on it who very much would love to see all this stuff, but then, of course, puts their two cents in. I mean, I think when it comes to what he said about the air cut, I think, yeah, I push back against that because, yeah, it's not going to be a Justice League level type of whatever fuckery that happened when it came to Suicide Squad. No, but at the same time, you know, when it comes and going back, to what I said, specifically when you have some of these people going like, watch Morbius, it's better than Batman. I'm like, yeah, but Morbius was fucking ripped to shreds by a studio. What are we doing this for, folks? Are we losing that? Are we losing the fact that, hey, we want to see the original artist, what their vision actually was? That's what this is all about. At least to me, it's all about getting what they wanted out there. I mean, of course, that's not going to happen with every movie. Of course not. But that's what pretty much I thought was the foundation of the release of Snyder Cut movement was that. And I think that that foundation has gotten lost with some people on both sides of the argument. That's for damn sure. So there you go. Just my two cents on it. Artistic integrity. That's what it's all about. Yes. Anyways. All right. Now let's talk about Harry Lennox. <laughs> okay. So we got Harry Lennox right here, we, uh, which, uh, you know, he did a little guest column for Variety, and some people did not like what he had to say about uh, Will Smith, the Will Smith Oscars situation. And it's something that was uh, um, posted over the weekend. Like I said, this one in the, the Restore the Snyderverse article came out over the weekend, and I couldn't fit him in in last night's show, so definitely going to be in this show. And, uh, yeah, I mean— it's Harry Lennox, guys. I mean, I've talked to the man personally, one-on-one. -on -one. 
you guys saw my interview. If you haven't seen my interview with Harry Lennox, it was last year. Just type it in uh, when you're searching my channel. And uh, man, I mean, I tell you what, when it comes to Harry Lennox, I mean, I mean, just a presence. The man is a presence. That voice. I mean, obviously, he announced BBS at that Comic Con perfectly. Reading that line from Dark Knight Returns. It was just uh, so fantastic and seems like a very intimidating dude. I was nervous, nervous before I interviewed him. I was really nervous. I really was. I was doing my pacing thing and I might have, you know, might have sipped some bourbon right before just to relax me a little bit. But once we started talking, it was fine. I mean, there was a little bit of technical difficulties, which seems like, God damn, why does that always happen with me? No, but uh, but he just seems, you know, he ended up being just like, Really nice dude. Uh, when he was on Justice Con and he talked to Scott, that was a really great interview. If you haven't seen that one, go look at that. Look look for that on Justice Con. Harry Lennox um, being interviewed by Mr. Scott McClellan. But here's the article right here. Will Smith must return his Oscar to restore the award's honor. Ooh. See, I disagree, but that's fine. You can disagree with somebody and still think that they're uh, a great person and a great actor and not want to cancel everything they do. I've seen some people just flat out just go, fuck him, you know, fuck this guy. He doesn't have an Oscar. That's why he's jealous. He doesn't deserve to be in a, you know, they want him to just like go away and get things taken away from him and stuff like that. And I mean, I've seen people on the, uh, the Snyder fandom that said that, that, that they would, they would want to, uh, to have, another version of Zack Snyder's Justice League where the Martian Manhunter stuff gets cut out. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Again, what are we doing here, folks? Are we just losing our way? But yeah, he mentions it right here. The Motion Picture Academy's decision to ban Will Smith from Oscar ceremonies and events for 10 years as discipline for slapping Chris Rock is a little more than an extended time out for a playground bully. It's a toothless penalty that lays bare the uh, shallowness of Hollywood morals. So, bam, he's even calling out Hollywood morals. I mean, Harry Lennox, traditional dude, theater actor. This guy comes from the streets of Chicago, man. I mean, I could see why he posted this. At this point, the only person who can redeem the integrity of the Oscars is Smith himself. He needs to come to grips with the gravity of the offense he committed, slapping Chris Rock on March 27th in front of millions on the Academy Awards stage. Smith needs to express mail his golden trophy back to the Academy and publicly state something to the effect of, out of the respect for the 94 years of honor conferred upon this award, I do not in good conscience feel worthy of being its custodian. So basically that's what... Uh, Lennox is uh, asking for right here. This attempt to, uh, yeah, no, and then of course he talks about how Smith came out with the uh, with his speech and everything like that after he uh, after uh, less than an hour after his act of violence, and they didn't even inject him. So this attempt to explain his actions added to the travesty of this ethical catastrophe in couching his acceptance speech as somehow submitting to. Uh, to the will of God, Smith advocated uh, personal accountability. Smith's brutality stripped the entire evening of its prestige. The, yeah, but I mean, I mean, what I like about Harry Lennox here is he's very old school, and obviously he's talking about like how you know 94 years of the Academy and this prestige, all this stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, us normies over here are like, yeah. Who the fuck wants to watch that anyways? Who wants to do that anyways? He's very much trying to keep the tr tradition of this. This is what every actor strives for, you know, what actors do strive for. So he's very much old school. He's looking at it at an old school kind of thing. I know some people are like, yeah, he's very much get off my lawn kind of thing. I could see that same time. And I do disagree with him. But um, but at the same time, I don't want him to just like, you know, be thrown out of everything he's working on and to be cut out of the uh, Snyder cut, <laughs> which was when I saw some of those tweets, I was like, wow, pretty crazy. The stain on the Motion Picture Academy cannot be easily um, um, remediated. The uh, only hope for the justifiable grace must involve Will R. Smith voluntarily returning his award for Best Actor. So there you go. That's his two cents right there. And hey, you got to respect the man's opinion. 
Again, disagree, but, you know, I disagree. Yes, and there's, uh, you know, if, can you imagine, can you imagine hearing that voice read all that? I mean, I'd be like, yeah, well, what are you doing? And you're going to return that because I'm scared, fucking scared. This guy, you hear that voice? I mean, my God. But at the same time, you know, you kind of, I'm kind of curious of like what Denzel would actually say about this, you know, because obviously Denzel was there. Denzel talked to Will Smith, calmed him down with Tyler Perry. But, you know, I, I, I would I'd be kind of curious to hear what Denzel kind of would have to say about the situation. You know, I mean, he already said, you know, the devil comes for you at your highest moments. I mean, it's uh, very well said. So I'd be kind of curious to I mean, I don't think Denzel is going to do a guest column for Variety, but I'd be kind of curious to, to hear what he'd have to say full on about this whole thing, just to get his perspective on this. we got Harry Lennox, who traditional theater actor, you know, really very, very traditional dude. And that's what he has to say. And I'm just kind of wondering, what does Denzel have to say about that? I'm sure it'd be, I mean, it's going to be different for sure, but, you know, but you just got to respect the opinion. Fine. You could disagree with it. It's fine, which I do. I don't think Will Smith should turn it back in. I mean, I don't think he should, but that's his opinion. Okay, and I still very much want to see him more Martian Manhunter. That too. Anyways. All right. So now we got all the topics. Let's go to the uh, Twitter uh, questions. Let's see what you guys have to say around here. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, Mr. Eric M. Blake. Hey, Dave, odds that Captain Jack gets his comeback in additional photography for Pirate 6? I I would say slim to none. I would say slim to none. Yeah. I don't think that'd be happening. Be pretty sweet, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Mike Soups Kenobi. So the character design of Gothmog, uh, Gothmog in Lord of the Rings was based uh, based of Harvey Weinstein, confirmed by four. Yeah. I think I remember hearing about that in response to him wanting to cut all three movies down into one film. Gee, that sounds familiar. I wonder if Zach would ever do anything like that in the base, uh, the base it off Emmerich or Sujihara. Well, isn't there a, uh, a spider-like creature, a spider-like creature that is in Rebel Moon called Harmada? Remember that there, Mike. Remember that, folks. There is a, there is supposedly a... A creature that, you know, a bad kind of creature that has the name of Harmada. Huh. Yeah. Just saying. Would not be surprised. There'd be something else in there, too. Carrie. Hey, Dave. Now that the merger is finished, which character would Guy Fieri <laughs> cameo as in uh, DCU Zack Snyder's Justice League sequels? Probably himself cooking up some good shit for uh for the justice league why not you know alfred can't do it all um i don't know what he'd be what firestorm <laughs> i don't know i'm just looking at his hair what would fit that fucking hair i don't know ryan do you think the dark knight one of my favorites is still the closest thing we'll ever get to a law and order gotham crossover <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I never really got into Law and & Order, and that series has been going on for, what, like 57 years? Jesus Christ. Um, that's a cool little drawing right there. Dun-dun, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very much it's very much in reality, and that kind of reality kind of stuff right there. Duze Tuamat, Mr. Melania. Have you ever had Mountain Mike's Pizza? It's hella good. Peaks Peak is highly recommended. No pineapples. Fuck no pineapples. Yes, I have had Mountain Mike's Pizza, but I've only had the buffet, so I probably had Peaks uh, Pike's Peak. There's no uh, Mountain Mi Mountain Mike's around here, but where I used to work, uh, there was one, and I went there every now and again for lunch. So yeah, pretty damn delicious. They have those uh, certain pepperonis that that form like little bowls. You know, you get those pepperonis that just kind of fold up. That's pretty cool. Dave the Batman. Alfred's speech to Bruce, Ultimate Edition. That's how it starts. That's a pretty cool cow you got right there, too, by the way. 
Turns evil men cruel. Evil rage. I mean, Jesus Christ, for all the... It's just funny how, like, you know, this right there just explains where Bruce is at right now. And these the fucking naysayers and the haters really just push back against why Batman killing and doing all this stuff. I'm like, it, it it's completely explained right when Alfred puts the paper down and says new rules right there. But of course they chose not to pay attention. Tet make it a drawing on my face. Speed paint <laughs> tracing over my face. When I did my, uh, I guess, I don't know which review that was. That is crazy. Speed paint. Got to do it. He doesn't quite get to the very end, though, right? <laughs> and then turns me into the Joker. There you go. Speed paint. Jay, Dave, when does Discovery and HBO Max merge into one single streaming service app? Well, look at this. HBO Max actually responded to you, Jay. They said, hey, Jay, we don't have details to share on potential bundle today, but stay tuned for additional details as we go on this new adventure and explore our options. For more info, see help you. CNN.com, gross. No. Um, so there you go. Man, the people at HBO Max help are on top of it. Holy shit. So there you go. Just click on the link there, Jay. I don't know shit. <laughs> but they know everything. So there you go. That's pretty sweet that they actually responded like that. I like that. Snappy, snappy. Anyways, all right, guys. Ah, that's the show today. Uh, make sure you guys um, smash that like thumbs up before you uh, take off. Oh, I didn't put that back up. There it is. Um, like I said, members only since I uh, started late. It's been that kind of day. I'm going to go ahead and postpone the members only post-show stream till tomorrow. So look forward to that. We'll talk then. If you want to become a member, make sure you join. But, yeah, smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We got all the links down below, like with all the links all around here, the Patreon, if you want to help out the pirate ship. And uh, thank you to all the patrons that are a part of that. You guys are helping things uh, keep going and everything. So love you for that. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.